follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaHealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Navigating the Cancer Maze with Grace Goller. Dealing with cancer is by no means easy to handle, but our program aims to make it easier through knowledge. Whether you've been recently diagnosed, are going through treatment right now, or are a survivor, our program will have points that you should hear. And by sharing our stories together, we'll make it truly a life-changing experience that you don't have to go through alone. Now... Here is your host, Grace Goller. Hi, welcome to another edition of Navigating the Cancer Maze. I'm your host, Grace Goller, and during the next few weeks, Navigating the Cancer Maze is focusing on the experience of patients. So we're going to be talking with a number of survivors of cancer, and already last week we had an encore of Debbie Frankie Ogue, now, some of you may remember uh, Debbie Frankie Oakes, now a New York psychotherapist, and she is 27 years on from her first diagnosis of stage 4 nodular lymphoma. Now, in Debbie's case, there was no treatment offered that was viable 27 years ago. The uh, side effects and the outcomes were, in her words, not really worthwhile pursuing. And so Debbie, without those choices made other choices to pursue what we might call lifestyle and life-changing options. So Debbie and Oscar, her husband, they set out on a path of personal change and Leap of Faith, which was also called Question of Faith, the movie, is the story to her pathway to recovery. Now, during the movie, there's some quite interesting sections on Debbie's choice of practitioners and in particular a Chinese medicine practitioner who practiced and taught Qigong and that became a part of her walkway to recovery. So today I'm speaking with Bob Alel and uh, Bob has also had a pretty interesting experience, a very profound one by using Qigong as a part of his healing tools. Now, Bob was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma four times in the early to mid-90s. He's been clear of cancer now for 17 years. So unlike Debbie's story, Bob was offered viable options and he took every option that was available to him from conventional medicine. So we suggest on this show that the each-way bet of doing smart, conventional and complementary is a good way to go. Um, so Bob did this, he gathered his own resources and Qigong turned out to be a major part 
of his recovery plan. So he's now co-author, 17 years on as a survivor, he's co-author of a timely and practical new book for cancer patient called Energy Warriors. Um, to quote a promo from the book, and if you miss this, I think it's an important thing to write down, I'll be quoting it again later in the show, that Energy Warriors learn to draw on something deeper during impossible times. It's not what happens to you that defines you, it's how you manage it. Calm and clarity come through finding balance, and this is a journey to inner strength. And this allows people to find the tools, to find the strategies for themselves through a practice like Qigong to really weather the bad times and the difficult times throughout their treatment. In other words, to help in any kind of facing of adversity. So welcome to Navigating the Cancer Maze, Bob Alal. Thank you, Grace. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. I've been really looking forward to doing this interview for so long and now especially that you have your book. Uh, so, Bob, many of our listeners who are starting out on the cancer journey, um, they're uh, often uh, a little disappointed by what they hear. We've got people who are, have been on the journey for some time. They're getting battle-weary and also disappointed that their recovery is pretty slow. So, like yourself, and uh, you've constantly experienced setbacks, your own journey's been a bit of a roller coaster ride of remissions and recurrences. You've been clear for some time now. Can you share a summary of your story with our listeners? Certainly. Um, back in 1991, I had gone out for my second back operation, but uh, I was having great pain in my right hip. But the doctors thought at first, well, maybe just some nerve trouble from the back. And it kind of went on and on for a bit. I started losing weight, then all of a sudden, and said you have stage 4 lymphoma cancer in your hip, bone lymphoma, and it's actually, the tumors have actually fractured your hip. So you've been walking That's how I found out I had cancer. And then from there, I fought very hard. I had double doses of the uh, CHOP chemo, which is pretty much standard around the world. After six months, despite, well, the odds were against me with stage four lymphoma, but it was eradicated, so I thought I was fine. A year later, it returns in my left hip. A year and a half later, it returns in my right shoulder. For both the left hip and the right shoulder, I had stem cell transplants, which are like bone marrow transplants, except they're using um, stem cells gathered from your blood, as like in a kidney dialysis machine. And then a year later after that, I experienced a tumor spine. And um, it was quite a journey. This was between 91 and 96, and uh, it was exhausting. But I think what turned the tide for me was my involvement in the mind-body connection, which, when I was first diagnosed, it was bleak. Even the nurses were saying, you know, I, I'd say, I have a pain here. Well, I'll pick up where um, nurses had been preparing me for the inevitable with stage 4 lymphoma, you know, telling me that, it, well, it might spread and this sort of thing, and 
I knew. I uh, My doctor was too good a doctor to say, Bob, you have six months to live. But I did some research and figured that was about the time frame that I was looking at for existence. So I read everything I could about people who had survived supposedly terminal diseases, mostly cancer, and found that there was one link uniting them all, and that was that they investigated the mind-body connection. How can I enlist my mind to help my body beat the cancer, withstand the chemo, and come out of it alive at the end? And that's where I started, with very basic, simple things, visualization, um, meditation. But this was, this was very simple stuff that I learned out of books. I did it, you know, disciplined several times a day. But um, along the way, when the cancer came back from the second time, I realized what I'm doing isn't enough. I have to look much, much deeper if I'm going to survive. And I had been an avid martial artist as a young man, Japanese, Korean karate, but I knew that the Chinese Kung Fu people did something to help them, not only with their health and martial arts, something energetic. I looked into it, I found out it was called Qi Gong, which means energy work. Qi meaning energy and Gong meaning work. And it's been a health system used in China, goes back 5,000 years. There are thousands of different techniques, but it all comes down to the same thing. Using abdominal breathing, calm yourself, to calm the mind, to allow energy to flow unimpeded throughout the body and the mind, and then gradually bring you back to health. Now, I didn't expect that Qigong was going to, you know, slash, 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 take away stage four lymphoma. In my mind, I said, this can help me withstand the chemo, keep my will strong, reinforce my strength every day because it's a daily practice. And so that's what attracted me to it. And I gradually got into it. I had a great teacher, formal disciple of a Kung Fu grandmaster from Boston, Massachusetts. And he instructed me, I said, you know, I need the toughest thing you got. When my cancer relapsed, I realized I had to do something more than just simple meditations, visualizations that I learned out of a book. I'd been an avid martial artist as a young man, mostly Japanese and Korean styles, but I knew that the Chinese did something besides martial arts, something to help them strengthen themselves energetically, both for health and for martial arts. And it was called Qigong. Qigong means energy work. Qi, meaning energy, life force, and gong, meaning work. So I looked up a grandmaster of Chinese Kung Fu in Boston and was lucky enough to run into one of his formal disciples who was teaching down here in Connecticut. He taught me some of the most difficult qigong meditations one called standing post meditation, where you stand, hold your arms in an arc in front of your heart, breathe, take you out of the fight or flight syndrome. The deep breathing is the core. It's 
pumps the lymphatic system, critical part of the immune system. And it also opens up your acupuncture. And the discipline of doing this, because it's, it is a discipline, because it's hard on the body at first, the lactic acid build up in your shoulders and legs. I think my deep involvement in Qigong at that time was my turning point in my cancer battle. My ability to keep fighting, enduring the chemo treatments, which, frankly, I really had no choice because of the type of cancer in the bone and the advanced stage. It's not like I could just go off on a mountain and meditate. I wouldn't have lasted. I needed something to keep me strong physically, mentally, spiritually. And this is what I found in Qigong. It reinforced my will every day. And um, at one point, the doctor said, you know, it's just going to keep coming back, back, and back. So my attitude was, fine. I'll do Qigong. I'll keep strong. Comes back. I'll fight it off. Comes back again like uh, Hercules cutting off the Hydra's heads until I beat this. That was my attitude, and that's what it became. Fantastic. Um, I think your story is very inspirational because often it's um, not so much the diagnosis, of course, of cancer, it's what we actually do about it. And it's not only cancer, in fact, it's any life adversity. And uh, I think from your experience, uh, the way that you've tolerated things like your high-dose chemotherapy and stem cell bone marrow transplant, um, I read somewhere that you said that uh, it's, it makes ordinary chemo seem like Tylenol. Uh, could, could you uh, tell the listeners how you actually used uh, your inner strength, your qigong during those times when treatment was really, really difficult? Oh, certainly. Um, and I wasn't exaggerating. The chemotherapy used in a bone marrow stem cell transplant is five times as potent as normal chemotherapy because during the process of one of these transplants, they remove either stem cells from your blood or bone marrow from your hips, put it in a little bag, and then they use high-dose chemo, chemo to annihilate Hopefully all the cancer cells, but it also kills all your bone marrow, which is the, if it works, it doesn't always work. It worked twice for me. I was lucky. And um, I had an odd lymphoma because mine was in the bone, but it was not in the bone marrow, which is very lucky for me because I did not need a donor. Mine was autogalous. In other words, my transplant came from my own bone marrow. Okay, we're going to take a break now on Navigating the Cancer Maze. I'm speaking today with Bob Allel, who is a four-time survivor of lymphoma and 17 years on, um, having had his conventional treatments and his own input into his recovery. We'll be back shortly on Navigating the Cancer Maze. We'll be back shortly on Navigating the Cancer Maze. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. 
Nestled in the heart of Germany's Black Forest is a very special clinic where breakthrough cancer medicine is offered to cancer patients around the world. Hulvang Private Oncology Clinic is one of the leading establishments in biological cancer therapy. The clinic offers personalized cancer medicine, including genetic testing for detecting and applying targeted treatments. The clinic's ethic is to deliver treatments that are as conventional as necessary and natural as possible. For your personalized cancer treatment, please contact the clinic via their website at www.hullvang-clinic.com. That's H-A-L-L-W-A-N-G-clinic.com. Or call us in Germany at 490-7443-964240. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned into Navigating the Cancer Maze with your host, Grace Goller. We'd love to hear from you today on our program. Please call us toll-free from North America at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. International callers may dial in to 480-553-5759. You may also send an email to institute at gracegoller.com. Now, back to Navigating the Cancer Maze. So, Energy Warriors, uh, your new books, co-authored by Master Lawrence Tan. Can you tell us about your relationship with him and the influence that he's had on your life? Okay, with Master Tan, as I said, um, it was a synchronicity that brought us together, he and his wife, Tony. I uh, had moved on from a previous instructor, and uh, I just kept a lifelong interest in the martial arts. I found his site and uh, started started commenting on his post, and we started talking back and forth and found out, you know, he, he said, wow. Answer four times, Qigong, what style did you do? People don't understand that even though people are into Kung Fu, it's not all physical. The Qigong, the mind, body, spirit is part of it. So he has his own Qigong that some of it he showed me and some of it came from me, from what I had learned. But of course he knows all that. These guys are masters, study for, he studied for 45 plus years. So he's seen everything, and um, it just worked out great. It was synchronicity. The publisher had asked, you know, to, for me to unite with a, a kung fu master to provide a photo manual and uh, introductions to the book, and that's what he and uh, his wife Tony did. Um, we joined forces, so we have my book. I would hope would inspire people, although I have to. Tell people it's not it, it, it's a real picture of what it's like to go through multiple relapses. Not only what happens, how the patient feels, the patient's family, the wife, son's extended family, how it affects all in orbit. And it's not always pretty. It's not always butterflies lighting on your wrist. Just stay positive, take your vitamins, all that work out. Because anyone who's been in a cancer clinic knows that's not the way. So it was great hooking up with Master Tan. He's, he's, 
is fantastic. His wife, Tony's fantastic. Without her being the driver, the producer of this book, I think uh, Master Lawrence and I would be scratching our chins and saying, well, maybe we should do it this way. What do you think, Bob? You know, but, but. So uh, I was extraordinarily lucky to make friends with Master Tan and his wife, Tony, at this time. Because I think we have a wonderful book, not only for my real graphic account, but for the introductions. And they put together a beautiful, simple photo manual, some of Tony's beautiful photographs, and telling people, this is how you can do simple Qigong, the same type things I do. Very simple, but very profound. The key is in the breathing. It's, it's just wonderful. <coughs> um, very fortunate. And uh, they're both profound, but they're both very funny people, too. And that, that's great, you know, to keep your sense of humor. And that's one thing I would like to stress. I tried to keep my sarcastic wry wit all the way through the cancer battle. Um, you have to laugh. I mean, you, you, you have to watch the Three Stooges. You, you can't be watching Crime and Punishment or uh, War and Peace all the time. It's not going to help. Um, I remember one time when I came back for some treatments for a week, all my hair was gone. I was bald. And I walked in and my young son looked at me and looked at my wife and looked at me and I said, see, I'm like Professor X from the X-Men, who happens to be bald, which is one of their famous, favorite comic books. Oh, cool, Dad. And then got the comic books put in the tape. Cheryl, my wife, said, we said, good, Bob. That was real good. So, you know, you have to, you have to keep that sense of humor. And it's great to have people like uh, Master Lawrence and Tony who are, as accomplished martial artists, Qigong artists, as you're going to find, but, you know, hey, what we do, we take seriously. Ourselves, we don't take so seriously. Mm -hmm. That's the approach, I think, is probably good in cancer or in life in general. Well, I think that's true, and um, <clears throat> I think the title, Energy Warriors, Overcoming Cancer and Crisis, with the power of Qi Kung, it's a great title. I think that Energy Warriors Overcoming Cancer in Crisis with the Power of Qi Kung is um, it's a fantastic title because it does mean that it's, it's a book that's very practical and can be used by a lot of people, not only cancer well, patients. Yeah, you know, I mean, we, we decided it's not just about overcoming cancer because right up front, in the introductions, uh, Master Lawrence and his wife Tony say, hey, you know, this is not magic. If you think you're just pointed to Qigong and beat cancer in a couple of weeks, then, you know, this book's not for you. But it's not only about beating cancer. I mean, there can be many crises in your life. Uh, disease is sure. It doesn't have to be disease. I mean, it, you know, it could be a divorce. It's bad enough where you just want to find a way to send yourself, breathe, and say, you know, let, let me deal with the situation. But in another uh, another avenue, I'll give you an example. I have a dear friend, June, who has advanced multiple scores. She can only, only has operational use of her left arm and a tiny bit her right arm. We met online. She got my book, and I've been coaching her for months in doing exercises with the left arm 
and a little bit of the right arm. And the physical therapist said she's getting stronger, and mentally she's much stronger. As a matter of fact, we just met up. Her and her husband came in from California to Connecticut last week. We had a picnic, and uh, you know, her husband and her um, her ex-husband is the father of the son she was visiting, and they said, you know, you. She's helping her, and she's helping herself a bit, mentally and physically. So it's not all about cancer. It could be anything. It could be anything. One tries to find a way in this stress-filled world to somehow achieve a sense of stillness, relaxation, take a deep breath, to do it a little bit every day, and bring it back to center. Maybe a few times a day, you do a five-minute set. And then you can go back even to your your workplace, <laughs> excuse me, and um, deal with the stress of the workplace. I mean, uh, I've worked in the corporate world. It's a crisis every ten seconds, mm-hmm. unnecessary, but you know, this can help you in that arena too. So could you tell us more, um, Bob, about the actual content, the way the book's laid out in its practicality? You said there's a lot of pictures. Well, it's two books in one, really, Grace. It's, you know, as, as I said, it's my story, which is a uh, tough, gritty, but inspirational story that certainly ends on a positive note. Hey, I'm still here 17 years later. But the other part is that Anne and Tony's intros and photo manual, which, you know, you can read my story and get inspired, I would hope, but the photo manual, the actual exercises are what something, or something anybody can do. And you, you can learn enough from the descriptions and things to do all that you've done you need, really. You know, eventually you can, you know, find a teacher, and usually it's a Tai Chi Chuan teacher. They always teach Qigong as part of their repertoire. But this is a great basic very simple to follow, beautifully done, beautifully explained, beautifully photographed manual anybody can use. Um, as a matter of fact, I talked about my friend Julie. Her, uh, her ex-husband came along and uh, he said, wow, you know, I started doing these exercises just, just you know, because, because of Julie. And, I mean, that's really cool. Yeah, it's a good way to spread the message. Anybody, you know, anybody can do this. It's, you know, but some of the things I did were really hard, but um, I had a lot of incentives to do it. 32, when I was first diagnosed, uh, I was in love on my ex-wife at the time, and my son was six months and two and a half years old. Not only that, they just built the house. I mean, hell. <laughs> but... Um, yeah. You know what I mean? I had my whole family to look and at a young stage and somebody says, wow, you have terminal cancer, Bob, and, you know, not many months to live, probably. So, you have to find incentive to work as hard as you can. Sure. And I would tell any cancer patient, um, pull out all the stops, do the research, into conventional medicine, find the best there is, find what complementary medicine seems to make sense 
and has some documentation of Qigong and yoga and, uh, well, just uh, deep abdominal breathing from uh, Dr. Herbert Benson's relaxation response from a couple decades ago, a Harvard researcher. Many benefits to that, and that is the core of Qigong or yoga is the deep abdominal breathing. And I, I tell people this too, and it may seem strange, but even though you're afflicted terribly and you're going through horrible stuff, it's just you. You have to remember, who am I living for besides me? You have to, you have to think about that. Who am I living for? That's what I had to do because my road was so hard and it was my, my ex-wife and my sons. And what would I want them to think of me? Would I want them for me to just sit and care and hope? Or would I want them to think of me as being a guy or a woman who went out there and did everything he or she could, pull out all the stops? Because as we know, hope is not a strategy, you know? Hope springs eternal, but that's the first 10%. The 90% is what you do with it, you know. Absolutely. And it's done. Well, Bob, and, can you just mention where people can buy the book um, and your website? Sure. Um, the book is called Energy Warriors Overcoming Cancer and Crisis with the Power of Qigong. And that's Q I G O N G Chinese, and my it, it's available on uh, Amazon and Kindle, and uh, I think it will be showing up at Barnes and Nobles. And um, my website is www.bobdelal.com, B-O-B-E-L-L-A-L.com, and the site certainly you. There's a link on the site to Amazon if you want to purchase the book. But also, I just give some practical, kind of hard-nosed tips um, about what to do when you first taste cancer diagnosis. Um, also, I have a number of, uh, quite a few articles on the site, too, about various stages of cancer and uh, relapse, what I agree completely. Yeah, I, I was going to recommend that uh, a number of the articles I think are an excellent resource for people who are going through cancer or for the family um, or partners to actually read. So I'm glad you mentioned your articles. Yes, um, I'm, I'm going to be expanding that. Um, so the, the articles are not as much technical, you know, comparing um, one alternative or one one list of treatment to another. I don't have that information or plenty of sites with that. It's just more of how I navigated the cancer maze from an emotional point of view and how my family navigated it, that sort of thing. So, I mean, it's very important because it, the whole idea of Qigong or um, Asian internal energy arts with the yoga is how do you unite your mind, body, spirit? The three components that we believe compose a human being. We're not just machines, a body, 
we're not just a mind, but we have a spirit. And there's an interplay between all three of them. It's a Zen diagram. And Qigong will help you unite these things. Because in any type of crisis, whether it's cancer, MS, or divorce, you want to be firing in all things. You want to be centered, you want to be relaxed, you want a calm mind, and only can, then can you make the proper decisions about which course to take. We'll be back shortly on Navigating the Cancer Maze. Real Life Solutions, Voice America Health and Wellness. Nestled in the heart of Germany's Black Forest is a very special clinic where breakthrough cancer medicine is offered to cancer patients around the world. Holvung Private Oncology Clinic is one of the leading establishments in biological cancer therapy. The clinic offers personalized cancer medicine, including genetic testing for detecting and applying targeted treatments. The clinic's ethic is to deliver treatments that are as conventional as necessary and natural as possible. For your personalized cancer treatment, please contact the clinic via their website at www.hullvang-clinic.com. That's H-A-L-L-W-A-N-G-clinic.com. Or call us in Germany at 490-7443-964240. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. tuned into Navigating the Cancer Maze with your host, Grace Goller. We'd love to hear from you today on our program. Please call us toll-free from North America at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. International callers may dial in to 480-553-5759. You may also send an email to institute at gracegoller.com. Now, back to Navigating the Cancer Maze. So, Bob, can you speak to the impact of your diagnosis on relationship with partners, family and friends at the time when you were going through the cancer and the result of um, that experience? And for people listening today, having been through it, what advice or suggestions could you make for all these difficult relationship issues which are a, a kind of added on to the cancer experience? I have to say I was very lucky to have my ex-wife Cheryl by my side. We were married for 20 years. She was a rock. She was the rock upon which I built my church, so to speak, because I was out on disability. I'd worked in the corporate world. She was still working in the corporate world. She kept all the balls in the air as far as with our boys. We also had great help from uh, my in-laws, her parents, who were second set of parents to me. I, I would say the problem with going to multiple relapses, as I did uh, four times in under seven years, is it so draining, it's not only on me, but even then I was thinking, I get this terminal diagnosis, it comes back, they're telling you you have perhaps a 20% chance of getting you through it this time, and the next time, and the next time. So Carol, my wife, has to somehow prepare herself, is Bob going to live, or is he going to die? 
he's about to die, and then he's living again, and then it comes back. So it was a horrible emotional roller coaster for her, much more so than for me, because I was just in the middle of the fight, and I had tunnel vision. And because she helped so much, I was able to focus with the Qigong and eating right and doing the exercise and trying to keep my mind straight. And so I was extremely fortunate. Uh, I like to say without her, I would have croaked 20 years ago and left a good-looking corpse. And that may sound like an overstatement, but it's true. It's absolutely true. So I was beyond fortunate to have her, my in-laws, my father, who took me to treatments. I had a great extended family. But over time, we just grew apart because it was just, it was just too much. You know, it was just too much up and down, up and down. And frankly, after going through stem cell transplants, the high-dose chemo, it has affected my brain function, serotonin, all that sort of thing. So I was having mood swings before I knew it, before I got treatment. I mean, you know, it's just up and down, depressed. After all we've been through, then she had to deal with that. I don't know how she did it. I don't Anyway, I don't know <clears throat> in that regard how we could have done any different because of the multiple relapses. For someone, you know, say going through it once, my thing is keep talking, keep hugging, keep laughing, but keep the conversation going. Don't shut things down. You know, don't, don't, don't you have cancer, we can't talk about this. No, you can talk about it. Talk about it. Get it out. You know, and, and keep doing the normal things when you're able to. You know, watch a funny movie, or have dinner, that sort of thing. You know, life as usual as much as possible. That's what I would say. As far as my sons go, we're so much, we're, we're so close, it's amazing. Um, it kind of, the experience forged us as kind of this triumvirate of wise guys. And I'm um, kind of like an older brother to a much older brother. You know, it's rather than the strong father thing, we laugh and joke, and it's just wonderful. Our relationship is fantastic. I've been very lucky. And uh, even my older son just got done with a six-year special forces hitch, uh, you know, in, in the Mideast and other places. And he came home, and his arms with uh, meds covered with tattoos. He had a new one of a phoenix coming up from the ashes. But it wasn't this warm and fuzzy Phoenix drifting. It was this fighting warrior bird with burning eyes and fierce talons fighting its way out of flames. And he said, that's you, Dad. That's you. He said, everything you, I am, I owe to you. And you know, I bit my lip and turned away and said, oh, okay, and then cried later I wrote a story <laughs> about it. Yeah. But I mean, that instant, I said, wow, it was all worth it. All the pain, all the sickness, it was all worth it. So, yeah, that's, <laughs> I'm that's, the luckiest man in the world. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, it's a beautiful story. And uh, as we've often talked about on this program, about how to uh, spin gold from straw, and I, th I think your story is certainly testimony to that. Uh, just in closing, Bob, have you got another story that you could share with us, maybe someone that's touched you in your life, um, on your journey? 
my life? Yeah. Oh, you know something? I've been in cancer clinics waiting for blood products. I remember once I was sitting near a six-year-old boy, as bald as I am, bouncing up and down on his chair, kind of a blissness, which kids are, but talking to his mother. And the boy had stage four lymphoma, tumors, hyperbole with intestines. Um, he didn't make it. And I thought about that, and I thought, here I am, 33 or 34 at that time, and I've had all this life to live, and this poor boy never got to live the life I had, even at that point. And it made me think, and I, I, I sort of started reading more and more metaphysics and philosophy, and just one little simple thing that the Buddhist said. I'm not a Buddhist uh, or any particular tradition, but he said, you know, you think you got it bad, pal, go talk to your neighbor, then you find out what they're going through. Talk to the guy in the convenience line, find out what he or she is going through, you know. We're all in this together, you think you have it bad, man, there's billions of people got it a thousand times worse, and that's what I found out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a great story to um, end today's show. And I'd also like to uh, just give that little quote, uh, which is a promo for the book, and I really liked it. Energy warriors learn to draw on something deeper during impossible times. It's not what happens to you that defines you. It is how you manage it. Calm and clarity come through finding balance, and this is a journey to inner strength. So today, Bobalel, you've, uh, I, I'm sure, inspired a lot of people. I hope people do buy the book. I'd really highly recommend it because so many people, including myself in my own survival, have used the sort of skills that you've talked about um, to enhance their survivorship. So remember the website. It is www.bobalel.com. Bobalal.com and that's B-O-B-E-L-L-A-L and it has been great speaking with you today. I wish you all the success and continued health in the world. A healthy dialogue for your lifestyle. Voice America Health and Wellness. Nestled in the heart of Germany's Black Forest is a very special clinic where breakthrough cancer medicine is offered to cancer patients around the world. Holvung Private Oncology Clinic is one of the leading establishments in biological cancer therapy. The clinic offers personalized cancer medicine, including genetic testing for detecting and applying targeted treatments. The clinic's ethic is to deliver treatments that are as conventional as necessary and natural as possible. For your personalized cancer treatment, please contact the clinic via their website at www.hullvang-clinic.com. That's H-A-L-L-W-A-N-G-clinic.com. Or call us in Germany at 490-7443-964240. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. tuned into Navigating the Cancer Maze with your host, Grace Goller. We'd love to hear from you today on our program. Please call us toll-free from North America at 1-866-472-5792. 
That's 1-866-472-5792. International callers may dial in to 480-553-5759. You may also send an email to institute at gracegoller.com. Now, back to Navigating the Cancer Maze. So, on Navigating the Cancer Maze today, we've heard yet another extraordinary story. Recently, we've heard the story of Peter Trahern and his recovery from colorectal cancer. Last week, from Debbie Frankie Oak, whose recovery was recorded on the film a question of faith, a leap of faith, as it was also called. And today, Bob Alell's story is also very significant. It shows the differences also of how patients manage to find their way through their own natural intelligence, if you like, to navigate the cancer maze. So over the last 40 years, I've witnessed patients with extraordinary attitudes, extraordinary will to live when challenged with a diagnosis of cancer. Apart from his avid practice of Qigong, a key aspect I felt of Bob Alell's story is perhaps best encapsulated in the story about his son. Having something to live for is a statement that I have heard from thousands of patients over the last 40 years. The phoenix rising from the ashes, the tattoo on Bob's son's arm, I think is testament to the power of survival and the influence that it can have on those around us. I want to talk a little bit about Bob's book. Um, Energy Warriors is two books in one. Now, I know today we have had a few little technical hitches and dropouts with the uh, Skype, but uh, I hope that there's been enough there of Bob's story for you to be really inspired and to actually take a look at this book. It's a book about his journey to inner strength And he takes you certainly for a ride along his path from illness to finding wellness and health restoration. Bob's a great writer, I think. He has a way with words in putting his emotions and his feeling into the words on the page. And we see very clearly in the book, as he becomes the energy warrior, that he strategizes and fights and finds a way to deal with his cancer in a way that he would have never seen possible in the beginning. So the Qigong manual part of the book by Master Lawrence Tan, I think it also represents an inspiring introduction to the basics of Qigong. It's easy to follow. Um, There are exercises about posture, breath, visualization, and it can put you into an immediate practice. And if you feel like, you know, you fall into this... uh, area and you're feeling very comfortable and you're feeling some effects from it, perhaps then is a good time to find someone who can take you to the next step. So I think that the book is a great introduction. Um, It's a great um, leader, if you like, into a new way of strategizing and dealing with your cancer. And perhaps far better practice, uh, by the way, than some of the more passive, silent stillness non-moving forms of meditation. It's certainly been my experience over the years that cancer patients often like to pursue uh, moving meditations, things like Tai Chi Chuan and also Qigong. I think the book really delivers a very simple message too. 
that it's not the battle that defines you, it's how you manage the battle. So energy warriors learn to pull out all stops during difficult times, during times of adversity. And therefore, you can make better decisions in meeting the obstacles and challenges. If you have clarity, if you have focus, and if you can practice mindfulness, this makes such a tremendous difference to outcome. I think in the book too, Bob's story, he tells it with a lot of wit um, and intelligence. And reading a book like this is not so much the how-to of curing cancer, but it's following someone along their own struggle and gleaning some of the wisdom that they've gained during that struggle. So go to the website, and I'll mention it again, www.bobellbobellall.com. He's got on there some free sample chapters that you can read, and also be sure to read some of his articles, because I think they're really excellent, and they give such a real picture of what it's like to be dealing with the roller coaster of remission, recurrence, remission, recurrence, and all that that brings into the life of a cancer patient. The book, by the way, is of great value. I think it is sixteen ninety five um, USA, and you can buy it on Amazon and via Bob's website, of course. There's some terrific reviews. Um, that are actually on the website and I'd really encourage you to have a look through those as well because it really tells you about the calibre of the man. So I hope Bob continues writing. He tells me he will be writing another book for survivors and I look forward to certainly interviewing him in the future. Now, uh, some little bit of updated news from us. Um, the Grace Schooler Institute has new websites. So if you're interested in exploring prostate cancer, um, I'd invite you to go to Prostate Mates, that's P-R-O-S-T-A-T-E, Mates, prostatemates.com, and there you'll find all the information that you need to navigate the prostate cancer maze. The Grace Gawler Institute also has a brand new and updated website and you'll find that at gracegawlerinstitute.com and Gawler is spelt G-A-W-L-E-R, gracegawlerinstitute.com. There you will find um, a new and updated section about the colorectal hospital that's actually um, in Singapore. This hospital is doing amazing work very, very up-to-the-minute, state-of-the-art, some robotic surgeries. They're doing repair work that other hospitals, um, even all around Asia, through the US, actually are not doing at the moment. Now, this is a very special hospital for me because it's where my life was actually saved in 2009, January of 2009, when my bionic device actually ceased functioning. I couldn't get it replaced in Australia and the colorectal uh, surgeon, one of the world's best, Professor Francis Siachun, and uh, a, uh, another colleague of his really put themselves out to accommodate my situation, and therefore my life was saved, and here I am now doing 
this program. So if you do have colorectal issues and not necessarily those associated with cancer, the hospital is looking at chronic uh, constipation, obstipation issues, as well as people who have fistulas and who have colorectal cancer as well and who require very, very intricate and difficult surgery. So do have a look at the Gross Gawler Institute. And finally, germancancertreatments.com. Now, this is one of our um, other key websites. And at germancancertreatments.com, you'll find out information about the Halvan Private Oncology Clinic in Germany. Many, many of our patients are doing so amazingly well after having spent time at the Halvan Clinic. Now, we take uh, groups of patients three, four times a year to the Halvan Clinic, and it doesn't matter whether you are living in Australia, Southeast Asia, the UK or the USA or even Northern Europe. You can join in with one of our exceptional psycho-oncology programs. And I say exceptional because there's actually no one else anywhere in the world that is um, involved in a program where psycho-oncology in a hospital is actually matched with the very, very best of 21st century cancer medicine. And that is alongside complementary therapies. You know, today in 2013, the face of cancer medicine is really changing. As we've got on our websites now, there is a new culture of survivorship. And that new culture allows patients to access the very, very best of personalised cancer medicine, to marry that up with complementary medicine and psycho-oncology. And the search for the cure seems to be falling a little bit uh, into the background. As patients become well in the moment, they have their tumours managed, they become um, uh, candidates for surgery, which they previously could not have. And really, what we're seeing in this new form of personalised cancer medicine is that patients are going to be able to be treated just like cancer is a chronic disease, just like arthritis or diabetes, and having top-up treatments along the way that increase their well-being and, importantly, their longevity. It's a very, very exciting time to be involved in cancer medicine. So uh, next week on Navigating the Cancer Maze, we will be talking with uh, yet another patient and discovering how they've survived and how they've navigated the cancer maze. So I look forward to sharing very much with you then. Have a wonderful week and we will be back with more of Navigating the Cancer Maze. Thank you again for listening to Navigating the Cancer Maze. Please join your host, Grace Goller, again next Friday at 12 noon U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember, cancer is not something you have to face alone.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.